entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Yeah, take a picture. Yeah, I'm a proud Jewish, proud Israeli. And all these supporters, whatever they did in Israel, this is more worse than the Holocaust. And they will do it here as they, if they can. And they did it on September 11th. Don't forget that. They will do it all over the world. They did it in England. They do it in France. Every last terror attack is by Muslims. Every terrorist attack is by Muslims. Yes, 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 I'm Zionist and I'm going to sign you in that. Oh, yeah. Don't help you, piece of garbage. Come down. I hear that chant. I just want to. I want to kill somebody. I want to do it. What am I going to say? Well, lie to you. From the river to the sea, blow me. That's mine. You like that? Pro-Palestinian folks, from the river to the sea, blow me. That's what you got of this show. But it's nice to see some New Yorkers are uh, fighting back from Paulie the Contractor, who we played earlier attacking uh, that guy, deservedly so, for ripping down pictures of hostages. To that audio, which Curtis Sliwa picked up this weekend, an old man on the Brooklyn Bridge fighting off thousands of these animals, thousands of them who are free to cause havoc, wreak havoc in this city. They walk around. They amass in big numbers. They walk on the bridge. They stop traffic. They have really become a very, very big issue besides the fact that they're morally corrupt and bankrupt out there promoting and encouraging and endorsing murder. That's all they're doing, endorsing murder. They get to just uh, stop our city, stop it on a Saturday, which makes no sense. That does bring me to the aforementioned Curtis. Gets big ratings noon to one every weekday afternoon. Does a great job weekend overnights as well, but arguably does his best work alongside me at this time each and every weekday morning. He actually did show up on Friday night at the big Bill O'Reilly, Sid Rosenberg, New York State of Mind. Got a huge, huge a round of applause when I said at one point on stage with Bill during the show, say what you want about Curtis, but he going to be the next mayor here in New York City. And the crowd went nuts. They really did. And whether it's a town hall meeting in Queens or rally on Staten Island or like yesterday afternoon on a rainy Sunday at 3 o'clock, standing next to me at Cooper Union Square by NYU, there for the Israelis, There is nobody better in New York for our people than my man, the icon, the legend, Mr. Guardian Angel, Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Curtis. Well, it was great to spend my weekend. That's the wrong mic, I think, again. We gotta, we gotta set this up correct. Justin Ellick is too busy <laughs> eating breakfast. Breakfast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Oh my God! You know, for some morning shows, that's the biggest thing on the item. What am I gonna eat for breakfast? <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. Well, maybe you could worry about that in jail. Gee, what are they gonna have in commissary this week? But anyway, I spent my whole weekend with Sid Rosenberg. First off, Huntington, the theater there. You two guys exceeded expectations, Bill O'Reilly and Sid Rosenberg. I came, schlepped there on the Long Island Railroad, assuming you guys at some point would again start talking politics. 
I didn't want to hear that. You know, we hear that all week long on WABC. I really didn't hear that. You guys gave the whole audience a mood elevator. You talked about your own lives. From the time you were little whippersnappers to your struggles professionally, your families, everything. You laid it all out there. The people couldn't get enough. I had to leave at some point in order to be here for the program 12 midnight to 6 in the morning that I host on the weekends. And that's what I did for the first hour. People were calling up. It was like a tsunami of calls. When are they going to do it again? I can't wait. And I actually were getting people from Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Westchester, Mid-Hudson Valley say, bring it here. Put the show on the road. Yeah, I got a bunch of messages. Uh, People want us to do it at the Count Basie Theater in New Jersey. My dear friend Vinny Viola, Mr. Virtue here in New York, he owns the Florida Panthers, owned the horse that was a Kentucky Derby favorite this year. He's got a, uh, a theater in Phoenix. He wants me and Bill to go. He's got a small theater in Fort Lauderdale. He wants me and Bill to go. So we'll talk to O'Reilly coming at 840. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. I will say one thing. That was the closest Friday night I've ever felt, Curtis, to being a real rock star because when it ended, I walked downstairs to try to find my wife, Danielle, and my son, Gabriel, who you sat and ate with that night, yes, yes. and I didn't see them but the crowd jumped on me in two seconds, and Mike and Tom Sullivan could attest to this. took me an hour to get out. They were grabbing me, pulling me, taking pictures, kissing me. Thank God Danielle actually handled it well, but that was a wild scene some as of, I tried look, to leave look, on Friday night. I saw some of the videos. Some of the women were trying to kidnap you, <laughs> grab you out into the car, and take you to parts unknown, and pleasurize you like you've never been pleasurized before in turn. Entire life. Oh my God. I thought it was Van Halen on the road. That was fun. That was a Friday night. And then, like you said, the whole weekend we spent together because rainy Sunday, three o'clock, Cooper Union. And uh, you got there later. First, a whole bunch of your guys showed up. One guy, Sal, who looks uh, like the twin brother of David Copperfield and Andrew Cuomo if they had a baby. That guy's great. And he protected me because at one point, some Palestinian supporter pulled up with his kid in a white car, and the cops warned me before. They said, Sid, do not do anything. I didn't listen. I ran right to the car. I start pointing at the guy, cursing at the guy, and eventually the cops and Sal pulled me away. But your guys, before you even showed up, the Guardian Angels, and when you left, they were great to me. Thank you. In the pouring rain, and I want to thank everybody who came out. It was the only support the Israel rally that they let this Gentile speak in. No other rallies that they let them speak in. One earlier in the day, Ocean Parkway, between Avenues O and P. Place was packed. People were screaming, Curtis, Curtis, let Curtis speak. No, the big mockers, the rabbis. Oh, no, no, no. Well, who were they? Call these people out. That's not right. You're more pro-Jewish than half these rabbis. They're like every synagogue that was in South uh, Brooklyn. They All the rabbis had to speak. One rabbi said, oh, Hashem stopped the rain because of us. Aye, aye, and I aye. looked at the guy like, really? It was pouring. What is he talking about? Yeah, for all of five seconds, it stopped <laughs> yeah. raining. But, but it, we let you speak. And I do have to thank the NYPD commissioner. I have to. 
because I got a call from the guy that um, actually put that whole event together in Cooper Union, and they were putting out the sound system, and the ninth precinct, the cop from the ninth precinct came and told them, no, you can't do it. Excuse me, Sid. Do you think they go up to the Hamas uh, lovers, Jews for Hamas, uh, and uh, Israel in our lifetime demonstrators, you think they tell them, oh, where's your permit? Oh, you don't have a sound Thank permit. Thank you. Thank you. That's, I, I could not agree with you more. Of course they didn't. They allow these animals to, to take over our city every day. So I called Caban on a Sunday. He picked up after one ring, one ring, and I said, Eddie, you are not allowed to let these Palestinians take over Bay Ridge, take over the Brooklyn Bridge, and then my people want to have a small rally outside NYU. No sound, he said, Sid, Sid, Sid. Whatever you need, I'm calling the precinct now. I got you. Five minutes later, we had our sound system back. So thank you to NYPD Commissioner Eddie Caban for, A, picking up the phone on a Sunday, and, B, taking well, care of us. I remember, I had to make up for the disastrous Saturday. One Saturday before, the NYPD, remember, I gave them an A on their report card because the anti-Jewish, we love Palestine forever, where the hell is that on the map? started to decide they were going to rumble over to 3rd Avenue with every Irish gin mill open on a Saturday night with the Irish guys and gals out in the street. And the cops made a wise decision. No, horseshoe them in here. Don't let them go to 3rd Avenue. They'll be the riot of all times, and we'll have it be picking up these Palestinian supporters out of the street. The Irish will turn them into speed bumps. So they got into a confrontation to stop them. They did the right thing. Halfway through the week, the New York Civil Liberties Union said, oh, you were too physical. You violated their rights. We're going to go to court. So this week, here you have this mob coming up Flatbush Avenue in the direction of Barclays Center. If I were the mayor, I would have said, that's where you stop. That's your Maginot line. Put the barriers up there. You ain't going over the bridge. You're not stopping the bridge. And you're not going to go rampaging through lower Manhattan. And you would know this better than me. Uh, they would be able to do that legally, right? Like, you can stay Absolutely. here, but you can't go over the bridge. You can't exactly. do it. Exactly. Rudy would never let him go over the bridge. He would say, over my dead body, go ahead, make my day. But no, we had to let them go over the Brooklyn Bridge. They not only took it over and stopped traffic, they rampaged through lower Manhattan. And when they got to Union Square, this entire cabal, many of them not even uh, from the Middle East or the Persian Gulf, White kids from Antifa. You recognize these kids from the summer of 2020, didn't you? That's right. They broke my jaw. You think I'm ever going to forget that? And they're there with their schmatters on their head and their kafirs. Oh, they're so cool on college campuses, right? And this is what they were screaming. Alu Akbar, long live Hamas. They didn't say that. They yes, screamed, Allah Akbar, long live Hamas? and over no. and over. No, they didn't. Alu Akbar. Long live Hamas. And there were very few Arabic sort of looking or speaking people in that crowd. It was basically take Black Lives Matter and Antifa from the summer of 2020, put them in the schmatters and well, the kafirs, and that was them. That's what I said about the original Times Square rally weeks ago. I said, these are not Palestinians. These are not Middle East people. These are fat. White, spoiled, New York jerk-off kids whose parents should all be put in prison, who see a cause, whether it's Antifa, Black Lives Matter, any one of these low-life causes, and they jump in. For some reason, my buddy Joe DiGiacomo texts me, 
please don't forget to mention Fashion Institute of Technology. Was there an issue there? Oh, yeah, of course. They make the schmatas. They make the coffee. Oh, they make them. Oh, they want. Oh, you want to be a fashionista? We can make and style and profile a coffee for you. Oh, of course. Okay, good. So anybody listening, all you donors, uh, not all of you, but whoever did it, thank God for you, the one billionaire took his money out of Harvard. Another very wealthy man took his money out of Columbia. If you're listening right now and you give money to FIT, take it back. Take it back. How are you going to hurt these bastards? They're not going to expel the kids. They should. They're not going to expel the kids. You hurt them through your wallet. So once again, all these schools, over 300 in total now, take your money back. Say it again. If I were mayor, I would impose a Hamas tax on Columbia, which is sitting on an endowment of $10 billion. NYU, $4 billion. They go through Morningside Heights in Greenwich Village. They buy up all the private property, which takes it off the tax rolls. I would say, oh, you want to coddle Hamas lovers? You love to kiss Hamas tukis, who sings your students from the river to the sea, which would drive all Jews into the Mediterranean, or they'd be forced to catch the last flight to Boca Raton. Well, I'll tell you what, as mayor of the city, I'm imposing a Hamas tax. We're going to take some of your buildings from your freaking endowment, and we're going to hire NYPD cops that we desperately need. And if you don't like it, Columbia, get the hell out of here. You don't like it, NYU, get the hell out of here. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Remember the Knicks tried that. They said, yeah, they did. Yeah, we'll leave. Yeah. What are you going to do, follow the Knicks <laughs> out there to the yeah. Meadowlands? How did that work it out? It didn't work out well. It's been pointed out to me, too, that not only did the FIT make the schmatas, but this happens to be walkout week for Palestine the whole week, right through Friday, November the 3rd at FIT. Of course, they're going to so have a runway walk show. Out of class. They're going to have a runway show featuring Jews, uh, Jews for Hamas, as they're up on the runway with their kafiyas. Oh, wear your prayer shorts. Put your yarmulkes. On. We want to show the world that Jews really support Hamas, too. What are these scraps here? What a shanda. All agreed. And while you were out there again all weekend long for my people, and uh, well, I'm glad you spoke uh, yesterday at our rally because you were terrific. You're about the best. time. You're about the, time. Yeah, you're the best public speaker in New York today. There's no question about it. Curtis Lewa is the best speaker, public speaker in New York today. But i got to move to this story. This was in the New York Post yesterday, and it reads like this. New York City opening encampment for 2,000 migrants at Floyd Bennett Field despite fire safety concerns. So we had the town hall on Thursday in Queens. You had a town hall in Brooklyn. Excuse me, Tuesday was the Queens. Thursday was Brooklyn. Joanne Ariola called me, texted me last week. She feels real good about things. And it looks like despite everybody's efforts, 2,000 illegals are on their way to Floyd Bennett Field. Well, hold up a second, Sid. Uh, you missed the um, Thursday meeting in Brooklyn, not far from where you grew up. You were very busy, and we understood uh, but I laid out the plan of dealing with the fire wardens and the fire marshals and what we would do uh, to all of the plans of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Oh, we want the illegal aliens. And, of course, the missing in action, Joe Biden, who just keeps letting them in across the border. Remember, amongst these groups now are terrorists. If you were a terrorist, Ahmed. In some hovel, in some cave in Yemen or Afghanistan. And you're watching on CNN, right? The network of the terrorists and MSNBC. If you're seeing them pour across the border, you're telling everybody, hey, get ready to go to Mexico City. Blend in. 
you know, have some cerveza there. Show that you can assimilate into Western culture. Get into New York City. They'll put you up in a hotel. They'll give you three squares. And then we're going to train you how to do bomba, 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 bomba. <laughs> we'll have a conga line of bomb makers. And this time, the third time will be the charm. Nobody's watching our back, Sid. The mayor has said, open borders, open borders. Come on, one. Come on, or we'll take care of you from the cradle to the grave. And for the rest of us, what do we get, Sid? We get Ugats. We get Bupkis, and we get the bill. $12 billion we got to pay for illegal aliens. And what about all the first-generation immigrants who were with me in Midland Beach? Because that's where I went after I finished with you for Never Again is Now. Great organization. Let's give them a great round of applause for putting up thousands of flyers of the Israeli hostages for those that were ripped down. And in Midland Beach with the rebels and with Andrew Lanza, the state senator, we looked up at Eric Adams Jones and we gave them the finger and said, use them on the terrorists, use them on the Hamas supporters, use them on those people who want to do harm to us, not on the rebels who love the police, love America, and will battle to the day we die to stop this takeover of America. I'm Reverend Run DMC, like who's cool in the gang. Roll to the rock, rock to the road, DMC's the fatality, Mike.